All right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of Off the Back Fence Sports Podcast. Uh, been a couple of weeks. Missed the whole finals. Yeah, well, things have been happening. I'm, I'm currently in a new location, so the last two weeks have been absolutely manic. Um, I've been... I'm in harsh law. I'm in the southern province of China again. <laughs> internet, internet thing, and um, c- could get a shadow ban on Twitter. Yeah, well, please don't. Let's not. Let, we need our four followers on Twitter to know that we're okay. Um, as always, you're with Woz and Coombsy. We, like we mentioned, we have missed majority of the finals, but we have uh, we have gotten on tonight to have a bit of a chat, catch up. Obviously, grand finals here. This, and also, it's been a, it's, it's close to the year when we first started, so we thought it'd be pretty good reminiscent to go back and do the grand finals tonight. Penrith Panthers versus the South Sydney Rabbitohs, uh, Grand Old Club versus the New Kids on the Block. Even though they were in the grand final last year, oh boy, it's going to be. I think this is going to be one of the best games of the year. I think, to it's, be be I it's, think, I think it's going to be a pretty good game. I hope the Panthers get heartbroken again. We all know my view. We do. I, we were, I think the Storm were one Christian Welch HIA away from um, knocking the Panthers out and leaving them with nothing in their hands after two years. Mm. I, don't think, I honestly don't think the Brad Smith HIA affected them that much. I think Christian Welch is the captain. Mm. He leads them around the field, starts the sets off right and all that. Yeah. I think both were pretty equal because Harry Grant had a bit of a stinker in that game. Let's go back first uh, to see how these two teams got to the grand final. So this actually started back in week one with the Rabbitohs getting up over the Panthers, uh, 16 points to 10. Uh, This allowed the Rabbitohs to have the week off. Panthers, though, had to go to... I think they ended up back in Mackay. They had to play uh, the Parramatta Eels week two. They won 8-6, which was an absolute bell ring over a game. And then the Panthers last week getting the upset over the Storm, as you mentioned previously, they won 10 to 6. Uh, the Rabbitohs, on the other hand, they went the easy route. They beat the Panthers for week one, and then they uh, there was an absolute walkover against the Seagulls um, in the prelim last Friday night at Suncorp. So this is how we got to the game. Uh Sides, sides are pretty much basically the same as they were last week. Probably the biggest out of the whole match will be Tavita Pangai Jr., who's out with an MCL injury. He stepped away, so uh, they've Spencer Linu is on the bench now for them. Pretty sure the Rabbitohs are one to seventeen, which is great for them. They haven't copped any injuries, no suspensions. They've been pretty good. Uh, there's obviously chatter about Cleary uh, having. Having a bit of a suspension uh, over his head after last week's game, that was waved away. There was I nothing in that. HIA. I've got the. He was concussed. By the definition, took, couldn't regain his feet, stumbling, and looked dazed. The Panthers have got a very dubious training staff on them. I, I, I would agree in that circumstance. There's been a few instances this year where... Shithouse room by him, yeah. Yeah. The Jerome Luo one was the one I was more interested oh, in because... He was knocked the fuck... You could tell by his eyes. Yeah. He he copped a, hot, he copped a high shot late. Not late, actually. It was from behind. It was unfortunate, to be fair. It should have been a penalty on the field. It was actually a knock-on. So it was lucky for the Storm in that case. But to see him run out at the start of the second half, I thought was a bit dubious. So I don't know. It's 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 something that's apparently got brought out earlier this week to say that 
it's down to the assessment of the trainers and the doctors in the team. If they say it's A-OK, then it's fine. The comment after the game where Luai said that he was blacked out and then he was all sweet, that that seems a bit sus. But they can't, they can't adjudicate on that, so here we are. But yeah, I think this is going to be an absolute cracker of a grand final. Uh, obviously, the Storm were the best team of the year, getting the minor premiership. It would have been, it would have been good to see the rematch again against the Storm and the Panthers. Uh, but that's not where we're here. So now to the fun part: Panthers are dollar sixty-eight favorites with South Sydney at two dollars twenty-five head to head. I think that's fantastic value. Um, I'd be taking that straight away without the line. Uh, the line is three and a half start for the Panthers with an over-under of 37 and a half. Yeah, I, I think the $2.25 head-to-head is just fantastic value for a South team that could, nice. could win South this outright. It's way, this is way better. This is, I th- he hasn't lost the grand final, has he? Yes, he has. Well, one. He's lost one grand final. How can you bring up that bad memory? Oh. I'm just trying to black from mine. <laughs> 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 I blacked out that night, so I still can't remember it. Yeah, it was early morning in London where I was at the walkabout, so it wasn't a fun time drinking Bundy at 9am. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's good. Uh, some quick stats anyway for the game. I, I pulled these up. Uh, Stephen Crichton's been the first try scorer for the two of the last three matches with Penrith, so his first try scorer is at $11. Uh, Toto scored one try and at least five of the last six at a dollar eight eighty, so that seems easy money. Um, left hand edge, left hand edge for South. Even the right hand, left sh- hand edge. It's the right. I was going to say also an interesting stat, which I think I might be taking on the weekend is the under under thirty seven and a half points. Five of the last uh, last five games between these two have all gone under the match total. Uh, th- this. Feels like it'll be a very, very tight game, even though it's in different conditions to Sydney because the grand final being held in Brisbane. So, less Dewey, um, a bit of a faster deck in Brisbane on the Sunday. But yeah, anything that you that's taking your fancy here, mate? Um, AJ, any t- AJ, anytime try score, I'd probably at, be going at two dollars. I think that's just money for jam, yeah. But first try scorer, a very interesting one, Cody Walker at 17. Not not a bad shout either. He scored, I'm pretty sure, the first pie last week against the Seagulls too. It has to so. go through Cody Walker, Dane Gay guy, AJ. Mm. Only AJ, ha- he just doesn't need anybody in front of him to score a try. Right. If he gets someone in front of him, he's in trouble. But if da- Dane Gay, I think we're going to see Origin Gay guy too this well, he, he wants he would like to. Get, there's a lot of storylines to this grand final. Also, that there's include, a lot of players playing their last game for like South for and for and for the Panthers too. Like like, but South have got all the different headlines. It's Wayne Bennett's last game in front in charge of the South Sydney, and we don't know where he's ending up after this. Reynolds is heading to the Broncos. You got Benji, who potentially could be his swan song, but he has come out and said he's got another year or two in him, which I find unbelievable. Uh, you got Gay Guy that's heading off to the Newcastle Knights. <laughs> And then, yeah, on the other side of it, Penrith are losing Kurt Kate. Well, we know that for a fact to the Broncos. Matt Burton's heading off to the Bulldogs. Um, yeah, I, I, a lot of lot of lot of storylines to this game, which is great. Um, it would be I, I'm riding with South this weekend. Um, 
whether that's hatred towards the Panthers, I just think South Sydney have just been fantastic all year and probably deserve it, especially under this – like, no Latrell Mitchell too. Like, the way they've played the last two weeks in two games in the finals, to be fair, they've just been great. So – yeah, I'm South all the way. Glory, glory, South Sydney. Like, um, oh, just really, I have a pure hatred of Panthers. I'm behind <laughs> it. Do, do you want two minutes to really get it out of your system? No, no, I'll probably cover it next. I'll either have a good one or a bad take next week. But realistically, nothing would be. Actually, I'll say this: the Panthers are the early 2000 version of the Roosters and I... the mid 90s version of Manly. There you go. There for, you go. For the older generation, mid-90s, for the younger generation, 20, um, 2000 Roosters. Yeah. Where they went four in a row. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, just, they make me oh, they make me feel sick thinking about the pricks. <laughs> I'm just going to put it together. What I think is going to be a fan, like money for jam for a good multi here for any time. So I've given the so two dollars twenty five for the Rabbitohs into two dollars for Alex Johnson anytime try scorer. Also Jackson Paulo, Jackson Paulo moonwalking into a try last week against the Eagles too was fantastic. I'd probably also put Matt Burton into that. So a four leg uh, same game multi for me currently would be twenty one fifty. So it's not too bad. Hey, I'm just sneaking around my cat app right now. There's some real good. There's some good value in the centres for the South. Oh, definitely. The first try scorer. Well, you mentioned it before. Cody Walker at seventeen dollars seems like a and great Graham great shot. Yeah. The centres like Cry- Matt Burton at thirteen dollars is very good value. Yeah. What, well, what do you got? Gay guy and Campbell Gra- Campbell Graham at twenty dollars. Like that could be a smoky also. Mm. Or Billy Bear kick out. Oh, no, nah, kick out has to be on. Oh, yeah, good point. Like, kick out, surprising, was was good last week, but the last two weeks leading up to last week's game against the Storm, he was absolute garbage. Hot garbage. And for any club that's wanting to pay 900k a year for him, good luck You're to you. No, you no got rocks in your head. Yeah, I think I, I've come to the conclusion that any time a player asks for money that is in the close to the million dollar range, just tends to go to shit. It has been like it's kick out currently. It was Dylan Brown went after two or three first grade games. They were already requesting a million dollars for a season for, out of him. And it's like no, no, no. He for a million dollars, you're asking for someone that's consistent. You're not going to get that out of kick out, unfortunately. Uh, it's just been announced too. Uh, Isaac Luke will be ringing the bell at the grand final for South Sydney. So and he's also still can't get up there. Yeah, it's also Luke's been put, it's also been put too with the grand final uh, parade that uh, Isaac Luke got requested to be retired as a Rabbitoh, which I think is great because yeah. he he was the he was the heart and soul of that team for a long long time, time, and he was unlucky to miss um, the grand final in two thousand fourteen. Young Appy Coruscant won a medal during that's, that time. Yeah, that's right. Benji Marshall storylines a really good one too. Yeah, I think what was it sixteen years between the two thousand and five and this grand final yeah. for him? Like he could honestly bow out. And the story of him at the start of the year, it's been it's been wax lyrical at the, all over the shop this week of him wanting to go to the Bulldogs this year to play last season with his br- brother. The Bulldogs saying no. He was on the was it golf course with Braith and Asta. Didn't, and he got the call from the dogs. He ended up calling Wayne. Wayne said, give me a week. And then within a week, he said, yep, yeah, mate, you got the 14 jersey as long as you want it. 
Like that's that's just putting trust in a bloke, essentially. Mm. But yeah, no, it's 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 going to be great. Unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to get to watch a minute of it because I'll be away this weekend. So I might have to catch the replay when I get back on Monday. But yeah, oh, it's oh. it's it's going to be fantastic. It's it's. Like it's going to be a big day of grand final. If you got a chance, um, just load up early, get a barbecue going, a few tins. You got two fantastic prelim grand finals in the Queensland Cup, which will be playing prior to that. Oh, uh, yeah. God, God's comp. Yeah, well that's the th- well that's it. You've got Norse versus the Burley Bears. Burley had a pretty tough win over uh, South Logan last Sunday, and then you got the Flockbuster. You got Winham versus Tweed. Oh, so Winham, we're a good game. Yeah, well there, there's another. There's an- for Wyndham, no, because he's Broncos. What's that? Sorry, Cobo's not running out for Winham, is he? Yes, he is. Oh, so that's a barnstormer. Yeah, Cobo's playing fullback for Winham Manly in these final series, so it's been good, good actual viewing. Uh, but yeah, you got the two prelims into the grand final, which I think kicks off at six thirty um, Queensland time. It'll be seven thirty down south. So doesn't bother me because I'll be off on Monday again. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> But yeah, job, what job? <laughs> also, anybody that does listen, watch it on Channel Nine. It's exclusive there. So if you got KO or Fox, you won't get it live. <laughs> A lot of people have been asking that question. Um, oh. Other news, other news from the NRL. Obviously, uh, came out that uh, there was a bit of uh, funny business happening with the Melbourne Storm and their uh, Mad Monday, Silly Sunday antics. Uh, three players. It was Cam Munster, Brandon Smith, and Chris Lewis have been. I think they've get like you made the right the right act read to them soon. Yeah. Uh, um, I I've, I can't like. This is what the binge drinking of the eighties and nineties was. Now, like, I think I'll put my hand up. I've been caught with possession of um the same pa- same same things that the boys got caught with the whizfizz and. The Whispers, the uh, Booger Sugar, strip of candy. We can go through all the notes. But um, I, I, had the, I had the argument with my dad saying, hey, this is my generation's version of you guys getting caught drink driving. Aye. It's more, it's a common, Aye. it's a common thing now. What do we say before? It's like, more readily available than they ever have been. Blokes with disposable income, like young blokes with a lot of disposable income, like. Are dangerous. It's, it's bound to happen. Like it was yeah. also it was the same with Reese Walsh over the weekend also, mm. like nineteen year old kid like that's saying something straight off the bat. But yeah, so Melbourne Storm are doing an in- internal investigation of the whole situation. Um, like I said off mic, I feel Munster could be on his last legs um, with Melbourne. It, like I think he's off contract at the end of next year anyway. He said he wants to move. He wants to be in Brisbane too. Um, but maybe his head's not in it anymore, and like, but the amount of chances that the Melbourne Storm have given him, yeah. it is something. But and I, and I understand the caliber of player he is, but I don't know. It'd be very, very interesting to see what happens the off season. Uh, other news, yes. that, other news. Sorry, off um, that literally just broke about thirty minutes before we started recording. The Bulldogs will be the first team to ask every staff member and player to be vaccinated prior November first. I think it's. it's- it's going to be the way of life going forward. It's, yeah. I'm, I can put my hand up and say I'm double backs, but I, I am in the favour of that you do should have the choice. There should oh, be yeah. Mandate. And that's like I the whole construction thing down here last week. Um, I had one of the why someone called me a dog for doing it and not like getting backs. I was like, well, two years I haven't seen my family, so I'm doing it for the sake that. If it means I can go see my family more regularly, I'm done. I, 
I'm mentally just shot with this whole thing. So yeah, I think a lot of people are too. I just I, how however how everything's like been handled over the last eighteen twenty one months. Yeah. Like, since it's been going on, it has been terrible. That's like, just a big political dick swinging contest now. It is. It really is. But a bit of light at the end of the tunnel, hopefully, with a few international travels and whatnot. Like you said before, you've got a better chance of going overseas and getting back to Queensland currently. So it's it's not it's not good going. But hopefully, there's a bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Um, shall we talk about the other grand final from the other other day? Yeah, let's talk about the D's. The mighty, the, the mighty D's. Uh, yeah, Melbourne Demons' first grand final victory in, was it 57? 56. Ah. 56 or 7. Yeah, right. Uh, either way, they absolutely trounced them. Um, I watched the second half and it was just a – it was one-way traffic. I, don't, I couldn't believe how easy it was, how they were behind at halftime and then they ended up winning the way they did. Just just phenomenal effort. Um a bit of controversy in the Norm Smith in your eyes? Um, I think, yeah, I think the Norm Smith is like most um, awards are given given out. You don't. It goes to the guys who are in the midfield because they got the eyes on them all the time. True. And um, like, there's like the halfback role in Melbourne really kind of like they swung the tide. Early in the third, and I think Bailey Frisch's goal to really get the ball running—that was the big momentum change. And if you're going to go give an award away for best on ground, you also should look at the moments that mattered. Yeah. Hey, kick six goals, first one since Dale Jarman in the Swans um, Swans um, Crows final in '97. Yeah. On a Crows um, Roos final '97, and yeah, like if that doesn't define a best on ground for the game like you've you swung the momentum and you also contributed but some i can understand like some of the goals were in garbage time oh yeah so that's like that's where you see Petraka. but i think angus brayshaw had a case as well uh, these are names that i don't know i was literally was looking out for the mullet on the western bulldogs to see if he'd actually do something but no he didn't so yeah like as as someone that doesn't follow the um the AFL as closely as other people on this podcast. Um, yeah, it was just like complete on a domination. Like you can definitely feel it when a team in AFL is just on a roll. Like they'd bounce the ball after a goal, they'd get it away from mid midfield and then straight mark, kick a goal. Was it seven or eight goals straight before they stemmed the tide? But yeah. Mm, I think it was 104, 104 in the end over the last two quarters. Oh, 107. 107. So for, I think it was from like the 15 – with 15 minutes to go in the third quarter, so the first five minutes of the third quarter, from then on in it was 100 to 7. Like that's Jesus. that's some absolute bush – like that's some bush like league stuff. Mm. But uh, yeah, so Christian Pradaka got the Norm Smith. They won by – I think it was their biggest – it was their biggest grand final winning margin also. Uh, plenty of day twos are better than day one moments on Mad Monday's Instagram. Oh, but then, uh, gu- gu- Why would you come back to Victoria? Why would you come back to Victoria? Just take this happen. Keep going. But, uh, yeah, good to see. So the longest streak currently in the AFL is St. Kilda. They're up to 55 years. So hopefully they might that might be broken in the next couple of years. They seem to have something building in St. Kilda, but oof, you never know with the game of football, hey? Yeah. Yeah. 
Other than that, mate, anything else we should touch on? Uh, cricket's back, Sean. Mask and Matalan. Oh, I forgot about <laughs> this. You forgot to you forgot you, for, <laughs> you forgot to no, mention this. I was this. busy working in the backyard, and I didn't get to see it. And then when I saw it, I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna get on this." <laughs> we do have cricket. There's some news out uh, this afternoon. Uh, Hobart could hold an Ashes test after the proposed, uh, postponement indefinitely for the Afghanistan test. That happened a few weeks ago, obviously, after the um, the takeover in the country. Uh, so, yeah, there's, there's too much chat of that being uh, moved to a uh, Ashes venue, but that's also up in the air at the moment as it's been reported that Joe Root is still pretty unsure about travelling to Australia for the Ashes this I- summer. Kind of blame them, like neither. To be honest, it was the same with um, the BBL squads that were named uh, Brisbane's Tom Banton. This will be the second season he won't be travelling because of the international restrictions. Yeah, I, I don't blame him. I and a lot of people are like oh, but they're like there's people like, but this is their job. They spend a lot of the time away, and over Christmas you kind of want to be with your family if you can have it. Yeah, exactly. I think the ash, I, I have a feeling that the ashes might not go ahead. I, I have a sneaky suspicion also. It'd be very upsetting, but at the same time... I think we'll end up be playing New Zealand for a couple of tests. Yeah. Well, where are they currently? They feel, I don't think they're anywhere. Are they close? No. Okay. I think we'll end up with some weird... Because Afghanistan test has been scratched. Yeah. And good on this um, cricket board for doing that. That's yeah. A very, that's a very good stand. Like, I don't think FIFA would do anything like that. Yeah. I, yeah, it'll be very interesting how the summer of cricket goes ahead if England do cark it. Obviously, they had the um, the issues with India where they pulled out of the fifth test completely. Um, mm. that, obviously, on the Indian side of things, that was that was Indian. I'm gonna say it. That's India being doing India. Yeah, but even so, like the, the UK will be going into winter very very soon. Like they're currently in autumn or fall mm. or whatever they want to call it. Um, they'll be like in the height of more corona cases with the cold weather, so you never know. I just think um, – I think India doing that, that was very shithousery, and by definition, they should have forfeited as I'd mess, we were chatting over. Oh, definitely. No, I think if, like, if you can't that, feel the that side, that's that a forfeit. That cricket board has way too much power yeah. um, over the competi- the world. Yeah. Yeah, I think – <sighs> Yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting. It'd be very interesting to see how that summer plays out and whether that, like, if the test series goes doesn't go ahead, how much emphasis do, do they get the players to go back into the BBL and state league? Probably back as much as they can. Mm. But even so, after all the not after the stuff that's been happening with um, Queensland the last couple of days, um, Tasmania pulled out of their Shield match with Queensland. So like, like it's already happening. So yeah. See what happens. Uh, other things that are happening at the moment, NFL, uh, I mentioned to you off mic, doing red zone throughout a 3 a.m. start on a Monday. Mate, this is stupid. Well, no, I loved it, but overstimulated. Oh, he it he does it and he's from Canada and he goes, <laughs> it's hard. He, he does it and then he crashes by about um, 8 o'clock. I, 8 o'clock a.m. or p.m.? A.M. Okay, so he crashes halfway through the late afternoon game. So I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna level with you. So week one, I got up for it because I was like, "Yep, haven't done red zone in a couple of years." I lasted an hour and a half, went straight back to bed, <laughs> which is fine. This week though, I got up for it, and oh. I went through the whole day. So I went three a.m. all the way through to the end of the Sunday night game. So I was done by one thirty. 
have a kip or no no kip i went all the way through to 10 p.m that night Ooh. too <laughs> I tried to get up to the Liverpool game this morning. I was at five o'clock. I'm on holidays. That that can stick it. It was already taught. Like I was talking in another group chat. It's like, oh yeah, Spurs are playing uh, Arsenal, the North London derby that kicks off at one. I was like, okay, maybe I get up for that into uh, into red zone. Why the fuck would I? Why would you? <laughs> Why would I? That's just put your body at risk. Not even body at risk. My mental health. Yeah. Oh, it's it's not a good sign for Spurs after the cracking start we had to the season, but. I haven't watched them in weeks. I haven't given them the time of day. Uh, as at time of recording, we did have a major upset this morning in the Champions League. Uh, Real Madrid getting done by a team that hasn't got a country. Yeah, like I love the badge. Love the badge. I, ha- the I haven't seen it. What, 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 what was it? Badge. What was it called? Sheriff. Sheriff Tradamudspu. Um, Messi scored his first goal against uh, City. Liverpool fucking trouncing, going into going in red hot form. <laughs> I just, I just, I just, I just looked up FC Sheriff Terrace Pool. It's just a badge. Yeah, it's, it's just, badge. it's just, the, it's the Lone Ranger badge. But yeah, oh, they got done this morning. So, but yeah, so um, yeah. Basically, I'm just going to ramble on here. Liverpool are going to red hot form against City at 2:30 on Monday morning. So that could be me doing the re- me doing the NFL early, rolling into that, watching the Pats game at 10:40, tw- t- uh, and then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I I was surprised. I was genuinely surprised of me kicking on throughout the rest of the day on Monday. I thought I would have crashed at least. Um, yeah, a lot earlier than that, but. It was good. Like I thoroughly enjoyed it. If anybody hasn't done Red Zone before, it's an incredible experience. Like at four thirty in the morning, there was a period of I think about five touchdowns within the space of two minutes, and they all cut to them during the different games. And I was like, "What the fuck is happening here?" It's been a long, long time. <laughs> uh, but that also happened with the Champions League this morning. They did that on Stan Sport. They've got it's called uh, Goal Zone. I think it's called. Oh God! Why yeah. do you have to ruin soccer? Uh, I think I think it's a quite it's quite a good one. I sp- like I don't think it's the same it's the same similar concept as Red Zone, but I think it's just multi multi board and they just have all the games going at once. Fuck. I'm gonna say this: the US really fuck sports up. <laughs> they fuck the, the surfing up to have a one day off surf off the mega bowls of surfing. What? So the mm. World Tour used to decide over a year. Now it's decided on one day where it's you have five heats and then. So five versus four, four versus um, the winner of four versus five versus three, going all the way to number one. It's like the fucking mega super mega bowls, um, the thing of um, semi pro. Just keep the. There's no reward for being consistent with yeah. the American sports model. No. But yeah, other than that, oh, the Ryder Cup boys uh, chugging yugging beers. Yeah. I did get up for that too. Uh, that's probably why I'm so tired. It's like I get up for that kind of stupid shit. Uh, Rodic Cup, yeah. Uh, USA, biggest win in a long time. Was it 19 points to nine? Yeah, slaughtered uh, by the water. Yeah, slaughtered by the water. Um, yeah, Europe was no match, unfortunately. Uh, they just killed them in team play. And then the singles, it was just a like – they, they won eight points out of, the, out of the 12 matches on the Sunday. Like they were never going to lose. Uh, Brooks and Bryson hugged. That was cute. They have a very funny shirt, the Step Brothers shirt. It's good. Justin Tho- Justin Thomas is definitely Captain Justin America. Justin Thomas is a very funny man by the looks of it. And Phil Mickelson. 
just he was there just absolutely roasted people left right and said if you've got to watch any like the social media things there's grabs of Phil Mickelson sledging people of the crowd yeah he's having a second life yeah lefty's had it like ever since the PGA he's just been like just living off that like I think he's a there was an image of him. It's like, oh, that guy in the back, like he commented on a photo and he's in the background. Like he's not even in the shot. He's like, who's that guy in the background? Looks like he could win a PGA. Just like offhand comments like that. He's he's just good. That's good for the game. I think there was also chatted with Tiger too. I think he's coming back, um, recovering quite well too. So um, it'll be good to have him back in the sport. Apparently he's, he's looking to play, which will be remarkable if he does come back to play. Yeah, no, I think that's about it. I think, you know what, yeah, grand final, grand final this Sunday. Uh, yeah, into, we'll get deep in the NFL next week. Yeah. I'll we'll get my head around it. <laughs> I'll, I'll try, I'll reach out to our, our, our Packers friend, uh, Mark Maguire, once again to see if he wants to jump on to chat about the first week of the NFL. But other than that, mate, uh, we should probably wrap it up. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. Thanks, guys. Uh, I'm sure Marsh Facts will be back next week. Oh, looking for, I've been waiting close to nine months for this. Not. Anyway, <laughs> thanks again for listening, guys. We will be back next week.